sacrifice I can't come here and die I can't come here and lose <clears throat> Got all this shit on my mind Like what the fuck I'm a day Work ain't paid me in time My brain just ripped in my mood I tell you just cut off my line Hi guys and welcome to the Echo Chamber. I'm Jade and I'm Ez and today we're gonna wrap up 2020. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a crazy year. It's been so mad. We've just been um put in Tier Four in London. Didn't even know that existed. Um, so yeah, we're just gonna round up this year. It's been a, it's been a very topsy turvy, um, year both professionally personally in terms of podcasting everything um so yeah opening question how would you describe 2020 to your children um so to my to my children i think i would say 2020 was crazy for everybody that lived in the uk absolutely crazy it was something we had never ever experienced before um and that will probably go down into textbooks but personally um it was one of the best years of my life probably career and professionally career-wise and professionally yeah that's what I would say what about you um a mad thing isn't it I'll be like oh yeah it was a mess (laughs) that year was a mad that year was mad. Um, yeah, I maybe just the space that I'm in today, but I can't see the positives, you know. Okay. And not that they're not here, and I've had real moments of like, I've had real shifts and stuff, but generally speaking, I just think this year has been really revealing of how much growth I need to do and how much work there is to do, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it doesn't feel very nice. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I hear that. I do hear that. Um yeah. What has been your highlight of the year? I think I've had a couple of highlights. One was uh, so one is um a project that um I think I'm just like I can't believe that like this is happening. Um yeah, so a project that I've been working on, um, doing a lot of groundwork on since last year. Um, and things are just like the ball is really rolling. Um, so I think that is one highlight. Another highlight I think is um I think I've saved a lot this year. So I think even just looking at the fact that I've saved the most money I've ever saved I've ever saved before, um, that is a highlight as well because I think I have a bit of a I have historically had a difficult relationship with money um and I think that this year has definitely shown me that that is no longer the case that I don't have a difficult relationship with money and I have like a handle on on my finances and yeah so I think my trajectory with money has been a highlight for me um, I've managed to get myself in terms of like paying off credit cards and whatever um, in just like a good position basically so yeah I think that those have been two highlights of this year what about you 
Um, I think that actually, genuinely, I think a lot of my highlights of the year have got to do with the podcast. Mm. But I think the podcast has reached milestones that I um just didn't didn't come into the year expecting. And that's been really positive. That's felt really progressive and positive for me and affirming, actually. Mm. Um, what other highlights have I had this year? Um, I Oh, I started the year, like, I went to India for a close friend's wedding. That was a beautiful experience. Um, that was a beautiful experience. And that was definitely up there with my highlights of the year. Yeah, I've travelled, actually, you know. This year I've travelled. And I think despite there being a lockdown, I've, like, I think that that is something that more than ever, and I, I love travelling anyway, but more than ever, I've just appreciated um, the ability to up and go mm. um, and, like, find myself in new spaces. Um, another highlight, I think, has been, I feel like, with um working out, I have had moments in the year where I have really pushed myself. So I've done things that like I hate cardio, for example, but I've like incorporated cardio into my um workout routines and just things where I felt my body that like I felt myself push beyond limits that for a very long time I've placed on myself or I've felt unable to push past. And like yeah, just lifting like crazy amounts or just like things that were unconceivable to me, I felt myself um, fight in those in those areas and that's been really powerful. Um, yeah, I think those are, those are my highlights. Yeah, I think I, I have to concur with the podcast and the, the body stuff too. Um, I, think I've, I think I've worked out more than I've ever worked out this year as well, which is, it's an achievement more than a highlight, but yeah. Um, yeah, ma'am. Yeah, so there are some questions. So our friend, we can call her a friend now because we've gone for dinner together and yeah. we speak. <laughs> but our friend Hannah, um, who does the Hand Jam Run Show, and she's come on as a guest before and we've gone on to her podcast as well. Um, she posed some questions on social media this week um, just in terms of like journal prompts for 2020. And I really, we really like those questions. So we're going to use some of those questions today to structure the episode. Um, and yeah, just that in terms of reflecting on our year, I think when I think about 2020, it's really difficult for me to pinpoint specific things. It just all feels like one big blur and one big mess, if I'm being very honest. Um, so I think these questions, like looking through these questions have been really helpful for me to like pinpoint like very specific shifts or challenges or like things that have gone on. Um, so yeah, so the first question we thought we'd ask from her list is what brought you peace this year um i think what brought me peace this year would definitely be um conversations conversations particularly with yourself um i think back to a massive shift that i had in the summer um regarding yeah things going on at home basically um and that definitely brought a sense of peace i think therapy has been a space where i've been able to cultivate peace as well um and also another thing that has definitely brought peace i think is knowing that everybody's going through this so we're all having like a collective a collectively difficult time um and that 
I just, yeah, I haven't felt alone because we're all going, like this massive thing that's happening is is shared basically. And that has brought a sense of peace as well because I think a lot of my difficulties like in life, I've always felt very alone in tackling them and experiencing them and whatever. But this is the first really massive thing that has uh, impacted every facet of my life that is actually shared. Um, and I know that it's shared. Um, so that has brought a sense of peace as well. Um, because I know if, like we're not all gonna die from this thing. We're we're gonna we're gonna boss it. But yeah. What about you? Um I think it's really interesting the word peace is the word that I'm maybe not struggling with, but there's slight resistance to for me. Um because I can think about what brought me joy. And I can think about what brought me laughter. And I can think about all of those things. But when I think about peace, actually, do you know what? Um, A few things have brought me peace, now that I'm saying this. <laughs> um, I've taken a few different occasions where I have gone and stayed somewhere in a specific um Airbnb. And not that it's not anywhere fancy. It's even in ends. So it's not even like nothing fancy. But I've have found a lot of peace in that space um and like for i think i've stayed there three times and for definitely one of them my phone i was not engaging with my phone much at all i was literally just meditating um for most of the day and that was like a very peaceful experience for me so that brought me peace and like being with myself forcing myself to be with myself and to like ground myself that brought me peace um, I think there's something around community and that people showing up for me and me showing up for people and like you said the collective burden of what this year has felt like um, I think there's a sense of peace in knowing that my people have got me um, yeah yeah I think there's been there was a point in the year where I was really like pushing in terms of like my fitness goals and I won't even call them goals but in terms of like just working out and there was something very peaceful about this being in con- my control. This is something I can control. Mm. Um, I can wake up and do the yoga. I can wake up and go to the gym. And I, like, I'm in control of this, despite a lot of the things around me being out, feeling like they're so out of control for mm. me. So I think that that's brought me peace as well. Yeah. But I, I, I definitely felt a sense of resistance to okay. the question to like, peace like mm. I, I find it something in my mind finds it difficult to put 2020 and the word peace okay. in the same sentence because um, okay. yeah it's not been very peaceful for me all around mm. should I pose the next question yeah. um where did you find yourself disappointed um um I think there's been a few things, you know. Okay. I think that there's been a few things. I'm in a space today, so I, yeah, I'm in a space today where I'm thinking about being disappointed in myself for just an incident that occurred the other day. And I'm very much like, ah, oh, I feel disappointed in myself. And then off the back of that incident, I've had conversations with a very good friend of mine about other things that are reflecting of 
like the space that I'm in mm. that make me feel disappointed in myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I can. That's where like because of the space that I'm in today, and because of the incident the other day, and then just that like, certain things. I'm very. I've had the last forty eight hours thinking about where I'm disappointed in myself. So I think that's what comes to mind originally. Um, where I've disappointed myself or let myself down and not conducted myself in the way that I am proud of. Okay. Um, but I also think I felt disappointed at work. So the place that I was working that I left earlier on in the year, I felt really disappointed by just the lack of safety in some mm. of the structures, the frustrations around um, all that came up through George Floyd's murder, mm. um, I think I felt really disappointed um, by that. Um, I think I've also been disappointed by the government, or not even, I don't even want to call it the government, but just like Babylon, in it? And I've just, I think this year more than ever before, and I joke about Babylon and I talk about it or whatever, and I don't even really know what I mean when I use the word Babylon. I don't know what I'm referring to in truth. But I know that, I know what Babylon feels like and I know what it, I feel like I've engaged with structurally Babylon more this year than I have in my life ever. That I've felt the restraints, the incompetence, Mm. the lack of, that I really don't trust. So it's mad, it's mad to me to think that like, the government saying tier this, tier that, tier whatever, the government is giving guidelines, the government with all their scientists and whatever, they've done the tests or whatever, mm. they've, they're giving guidelines as to how we should conduct ourselves during this period. And I have never once trusted or lent on their guidelines. I've always navigated by what I feel. Um, yeah, by what I feel. And that's mad. It's, I think that's really highlighted to me how like, disappointing and untrustworthy I find in the midst of a global pandemic, I can't rely on my government. Um, so yeah, how about mm-hmm. you? Um, I think that the most recent disappointment that I felt is not spending Christmas somewhere else. <laughs> so not being in Nigeria for Christmas, um, for the Christmas period is something that really disappointed me. Um, another thing that has really disappointed me this year, I think, um, was the relationships um so i think that this year has been a really shitty one when i think about relationships and dating um yeah yeah it's just been quite shitty uh i think i felt disappointed in myself for going back to certain situations um and then i also think that i have um felt disappointed in people's conduct as well so yeah in in another situation in two situations actually so two situations i felt disappointed in someone's conduct conduct in an and in another one um i felt disappointed for going back um into a situation yeah yeah i feel disappointed in myself in that respect um similarly i do feel really disappointed with the government i think i also feel a bit disappointed in people Generally, when I think about this whole coronavirus situation, um, I think I feel disappointed that people don't trust themselves and are putting them trust, no, putting their trust in the government, um, a government that is proven time and time again to be really, yeah, incompetent and 
a government that doesn't care about people um but people are still yeah just following and even in their own ways attempting to enforce things um on a micro level they're attempting to police people and govern on behalf of an incompetent government so that has made me feel disappointed and yeah frustrated as well this year but yeah what showed itself as a true priority in your life myself so i think i have consistently this year sort of come to realize that i am like my first priority um yeah and i think that there are so many things so many plans that i've had so many ways that i've thought about the future that haven't revolved around myself foremost but so many things have sort of realigned me back to seeing myself as a priority. Um, there are some decisions that I have made and will be actioning next year that will be manifestations of like how much of a priority I'm making myself. And they're really scary, but I am ending the year feeling really excited to action some of these decisions. Um, but yeah, I, I have come to realise how much of a priority I am um and that means making some tough decisions that means um yeah making some tough decisions basically what about you it's so interesting and i'm gonna just show manyash here but i as she was saying that i the word's not triggered but i felt a way okay because i am so aware that i really am not there Okay. In terms of like prioritizing myself, mm. and I'm I'm not I haven't shown up as I haven't been a priority to myself okay. this year at all mm. actually, and I've prioritized other people, um, so that has shown up as a priority like other people's needs, and yeah yeah other people's needs without mm. getting into a long winded answer, okay. um has shown up as a priority people that I care for, um. Which isn't a bad thing, but I don't think there's been, I don't think there has been enough balance. Um, I think that there have been points where I've tried to show up or show up for me and prioritize me, and then like for whatever reason that's been derailed or I've allowed mm. it to be derailed. So not to take away power from myself, but yeah. I've prioritized. I've made different decisions basically. Mm. So that's interesting. Um, but I think. I think I've prioritised in some ways this platform and this podcast. I think that when I think about what I have been most consistent with, it is definitely this platform. Mm. Um, And even then there's been things that like, or there's been points where that hasn't been, that has been really difficult to do. But I've sought to like, just stay on the horse um, with this, which has felt nice. I think I've prioritised um my I don't know how to basically I feel like there's so many things that I've either been in was engaging with before or started engaging with that I've just stopped engaging mm-hmm. with some maybe I'm calling it by peace of mind mm-hmm. or my life I think that has been like there are things that is like this a friend of mine um who I actually got close to this year she always says that that's too expensive 
that she talks about the price of things okay. and what things take from you. Mm-hmm. And I think I've really adopted that attitude of, do you know what? That is too expensive mm. um, to be engaged with that person, mm-hmm. to go to that place, to do whatever it is. That is too expensive. Um, so, yeah, I think in some ways I've prioritised my peace of mind as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, what did you achieve this year? Another triggering question. <laughs> because I don't think this year I can talk about like tangible achievements in the ways that okay. over the past few years definitely I would be able to. I'd be able to pinpoint. Um, a big thing I got published this year. I got published in print this year. Um, in a book, in an academic book. Book book. Um, so that's an achievement. I don't necessarily. It doesn't feel that one for many yeah. reasons, but um, it. but it is an achievement, and I have to give myself credit for it. Um, I am full time freelancing again, which is a major achievement for someone like me who. So basically, every few years, I'm like, oh, I need to get a job. Like, I need to get a job. Um, I need to kind of have a stable income, all of the benefits that come from that, and yada, yada, yada. And then I get a job, and then I hate it. And then, yeah, I'm back in the bin or whatever. Whereas I feel like my pivot or my, like, switch from having a job, true, that job was part-time, but anyway, from having a job to not having a job, um, I feel like I've really seamlessly switched into earning full-time freelance money again and have no intention of going back to a role um so that feels like an achievement as well because that feels more aligned to my way of being anyway to work freelance or work for myself um then this podcast again this podcast I feel like this podcast is going to come up with every question but I think that there have been like we've been recognized in new ways this year I'm very proud of like the content that we've put out so aside from like the accolades or the recognition like I am just proud of like the consistency and the content that we've put out that makes me feel proud mm. how about you yeah this podcast is definitely definitely feels like an achievement this year both consistency um content um the people that we've hosted here as well it all feels like a, a big achievement um, and all for really different reasons. So the consistency is because I don't, I think I find it a bit difficult to be consistent. Um, so yeah, it's, it's an achievement. Um, I think I a big achievement for me on a personal level has been coming to a place of resolve with things. I think that I am a real, I ruminate on things. I doubt myself so much. I make decisions and then I, I backtrack because I just don't trust the decisions that I've made a lot of the time. Um, and that definitely shows up a lot in relationships. But I have definitely reached a place of resolve and um, with a few things this year. And I don't see myself backtracking um, when doubtful thoughts come in. I, feel, I think I have come to a place where I'm able to self-soothe and um, affirm myself that, no, nah, like you've, you've made a good choice, you've made a good decision for yourself and in prioritising yourself, this is the best choice. You can, like, you can make another decision, but ultimately what you want, this is the best decision that you've made for this particular situation. So, yeah, reaching a place of resolve with things um, feels like a massive achievement for me. Um, 
achievements uh career wise i think um i tapped out of life for like five odd years um, and then jumped into a degree into a master's degree um which also of course had a knock-on impact for like career movement progression etc etc um but this year i think i have I was going to say jump back on the horse, but I think I've actually found a horse <laughs> and I have climbed upon it. Um, and that feels like an achievement too. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? I was just listening to you speak and challenging myself. I know it speaks for you, but maybe what I say might prompt you to speak as well. I... And this is off the last episode speaking about podcasting and vulnerability and mm. why I won't say certain things and da 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 I'm co-authoring a book mm. and that is an achievement man <laughs> that is an achievement and it's still very like early stages and it's still but like in terms of like conversations about it getting but like it's very much in motion mm. um and that's all I'm gonna say about it mm. at the moment and it makes me feel anxious speaking about it but that's an achievement mm-hmm. um and I think that when I think about my trajectory particularly with my writing um i am really aware of like not giving myself enough credit um or not like yeah just not um not acknowledging that rather well, like, these are this is that's a thing that is actually a thing um yeah yeah next question what has the slower pace of life taught you? <laughs> um, I think the slower pace of life has taught me um, that rest is important. So downtime and rest is important. It has taught me that um, basically what I found in the slower pace of life and like being at home a lot more. So like working from home and all of that stuff, I've had more time for things that would usually be neglected. So, for example, like cooking, I've cooked so much this year, more than I've cooked in so many years. Um, so that's one thing. I've also worked out more than I've ever worked out, I think, in this in the space of a year, like more consistently. Um, I've also done little things like um do some do a course of sports massages. So there's just that little things that I have done for myself this year, and that has been because I've had the space to do it because of the slower pace that the year's gone given the pandemic and um it's just highlighted to me how important it is and how much I would like to cultivate a life where I do have more space for downtime um and more space for slowness um and all of the the good things that that will bring me in the long run so it's definitely taught me that I think the slower pace of life has also given me room to accept things about myself as well so I'm just thinking about like um the little pockets of time where I I traveled um I only traveled once this year but I was able to do that um and like spend time with friends as well and just have a drink and a laugh and that and I mean I think that if we were if things were normal and my career trajectory was as it was this year, I would have talked myself out of finding time to spend time with friends and travel and that. 
um, because I would have been it would have been meetings all the time, work all the time, and da 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 da. But because so many things have been done from home, I've had the space and time to spend time with friends, travel, etc., etc. And it's just given me room to accept the things that are actually important to me. Like having the drink and having the laugh is important to me. Traveling is important to me. Um. So yeah. What about you? Um. It has taught me how much I rely on outside to distract me from myself. Um, yeah, that's the first thing it's taught me that like I really rely on or have built a life where I rely on not being home, um, not being with myself. Um, and that really just keeps me going in many ways. And so that being, like, taken from me was really difficult to adapt. Mm. Um, I think, I feel like, generally speaking, if I'm fo- if I'm being honest, I feel like I move on quite a slow pace or a slower pace than, like, most people anyway. And I think I've been really aware for many years that, like, I'm not on or not able to be on or don't want to be on the, like, running around and flapping my wings mm. and trying to do bare things. I want to do something and do it well. Um, it's like more my my idea of like what can you what is your capacity like mm. in truth. But I think that it's been interesting watching people adapt to that around me, and what that means in terms of like relationships and like engaging with other people that are now struggling with or appreciating or whatever it is, but engaging with this slower pace that I've been trying to cultivate for myself over a period of time anyway um so I think it's taught me that like it's taught me that a a positive thing it's taught me is that I'm I'm already I I have already been like mindful and conscious of like not doing more cutting my cloth according to my size basically um so it's taught me that um I think that I've also gained an appreciation for like some of the simpler things um so if you can't be like there's a group of friends that I have um developed this year or a friendship group that I have like really um developed this year basically and we just laugh like that group we just laugh like it's very simple it's not like we don't have no and obviously outside's not been open so it's not even been like ah this like obviously we might have snippets of outside door open for two weeks Mm. you'll do a shisha you'll do a whatever but generally speaking, like, we just meet up, bus joke, laugh, we don't overcomplicate, we don't, like, and that I've really valued that friendship group and what that has brought to me. And, that similar to what you said, like, recognising that, oh, right, these are the things that I enjoy, you know, this is where I'm I'm happiest, where I'm able to just be and bus joke. Um, so, yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, what have you learned that will take you into 2021? Um, I had a conversation yesterday with one of my best friends or closest friends, Esther, and we spoke about, and this is like, maybe I'm answering the question, maybe I'm, maybe I'm not, but we spoke about God and we spoke about my relationship with my faith and I had to admit, I was forced in that conversation to admit to myself that I can't tell you the function of God in my life. So I can't tell you, ah, oh, this is 
this is who God is or this is how God operates or this is my relationship with God like not today like I can talk about like historical things I can talk about those experiences but I can't like tell you um the function of God in my life and I learned that this year I learned that like I where like in terms of like and this might be airy fairy or like inaccessible to some people but I think what I'm trying to say is I learned that I need to seek to find those answers again mm-hmm. actively even if I don't I may never find them and I'm yeah I, they may not be quote-unquote an answer to those questions but I need to engage with that pursuit of um self through faith um more I've learned that I need to do that I need to do that more intentionally maybe mm-hmm. um and that's when I'm thinking of going into next year, that is something I'm going to go into next year doing is engaging with or seeking to engage with like my relationship with my faith beyond like the basics. Um, but actually what is the function of this thing? What's the purpose? What do I do this for? What do I what do I believe? Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. I've also learned that um this life, yeah, um this life, um this life I had a health scare recently um and a a very close friend of mine is recovering from cancer um and I think it has I've always been aware of my my like mortality and the fact that yeah that this I'm only here for a while in it but I think more than ever I've learned that we really do not know what's around the corner and health is not something to take for granted. Mm. How about yeah. you? No, no, it's okay. Um, yeah, I I think I've learned so many things this year, so many little things that will definitely um require me to, you know, read through my journal and what have you, like the little tidbits. But the really like big things that I've learned this year and that I'll be taking into next year are very me centered. So I've learned that I need to prioritize myself. Um, Yeah, I've learned that that is really important for me to prioritize myself, that that is when I am in alignment, when I'm prioritizing me. I have learned that I seek to prioritize other people to avoid um doing the things that i need to do for myself i have also learned that i have a lot of work to do on vulnerability um, and being open to giving and receiving love i found some letters the other day um i found some letters the other day that i had written to an ex um he was doing a spy in prison <laughs> and I don't even know why I had my ones. I don't know where his ones were, but for whatever reason, we seem to have swapped or whatever. So I found these letters and I was reading them and I swore, like I would swear up and down that I loved this person and that it was like such a pure version of love and particularly at that time. But reading the letters, I was like, you are a bitch. <laughs> like JG Warak, a proper cow um and it just yeah it just revealed to me how actually like closed off from love 
I am um, to receiving and giving. And yeah, that is that is a that is something I've learned, and it's something that I am looking forward to working on in twenty twenty one. Um. Yeah, I think that those two are the biggest things that I've learned and will be carrying into twenty twenty one. Yeah, this has been a crazy year for so many reasons. Mm. Um, I it's so interesting that I've come to the end of the year and feel today as maybe I'm going to use the word negative for want of a more accurate mm. word. Um, I have had because I know and I'm looking back at specific points where it just wasn't that mm. so in as much as that it feels overwhelmingly negative in this moment I am so aware that like there have been different points where it has felt like my eyes have just been opened in new ways or I've just been like mad grateful or mad aware of like yeah like how much I have um yeah. how much I do have um yeah yeah i think that this episode has been like a a holistic recap so i don't even think that the recap segment is necessarily relevant because it's just been a wholesale recap um but one thing that i do definitely want to say is just that i think one big thing that has been revealed to me anyway this year is just that like you just don't know what can happen. Like you don't know what might happen. Um, No one could have ever foreseen that the pause button would be pressed on life. And yeah, man, like no one could have foreseen what we've seen this year, what we've experienced this year. And I think that is so important to just embrace life, man, embrace life. Um, I think about all of the times where I've thought about tomorrow. So like I've always tried to be like so overly careful about every step I'm taking. And it's not not to be careful, but it's just, you just don't know when you might ha- be forced to stop. Um, so yeah, man, that's just given me a very new lease on life and embracing myself and the fact that I do have life and full ability thank god um but yeah so with that being said um let us know what you guys have learned this year and what you'll be carrying forward into 2021 um we'd love to yeah hear what other people have learned and to help us have our own personal reflections so shout us on instagram twitter um even via email if it's personal um all of the information is in the description um we'd love to hear from you we love hearing from you guys um but yeah thank you always for listening thank you for riding with us this year we, we love no, you thank you for riding with us this year we appreciate you so much um and we've made it we've made it to the end of the year so just thank thank you guys I can't come here and die. I can't come here and live. Got all this shit on my mind. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Work ain't paid me in time. My brain just ripped in my mood. I tell you, just cut off my line. I tell you, just cut off my line. At 25, this is nuts. It's like the shit is a cycle. Being scripting out it for months. 
can't come here and die. 98's on my face, 20 more on my mind. I can't be living on bread. I see I do what I like. I see it, want it, and eat it. G, I can't be begging what's mine. Fuck.